My name is Brett Bevilacqua. I'm a realtor with Carolina Property Sales in Southern Pines, and I'm lucky enough to live in beautiful Pinehurst, North Carolina. In case you don't know, that's 75 miles south of Raleigh and just over two hours from Wrightsville or Myrtle Beach. Welcome to episode number two of the Golf Front Podcast. Originally a horse training center and racetrack, Longleaf Golf and Country Club came to being in November of 1988. It was built by famed architect Dan Maples and is located in Southern Pines, just three and a half miles from downtown Pinehurst. Dan Maples built a number of courses in Myrtle Beach as well as all over the Carolinas and had a hand in local courses such as Gates 4 and Whispering Woods, which will both be in upcoming episodes. In 2015, the U.S. Kids Golf Foundation purchased the course and renamed it the Longleaf Golf and Family Club. A year later, it was freshened up by Bill Bergen. Longleaf Golf and Family Club is just fantastic. The layout is very interesting and offers challenges to golfers of all experience levels. Longleaf is impeccably maintained and the greens are fast, at least every time I have played the course. Longleaf has Bermuda fairways and bent greens. It plays nearly 6,700 yards from the back tees and utilizes what is called the Longleaf tee system. There are seven tee locations that can be mixed and matched for 13 combinations and offer something for players of all ages and skill level. The course is a par 72 with a 72.4 rating and slope of 132 from the back and 69.8 and 127 at just over 6,100 yards from the six tees or what would more traditionally be considered the white tees. For the record, I played from the six tees and when giving out yardage, if I don't clarify, I'm talking about the six tees. I initially scoffed at the tee system the first time I played Longleaf, but it didn't take long for me to warm up to the concept. I recently played the course with a bunch of retirees, and the tee system worked for our group as we jumped from tee location to tee location. The first hole is a medium-length par 4 that it just requires a good tee shot. There is a hill that obscures the green, but it's pretty much straight away. Where it gets a little tricky is you will probably be dealing with a downhill lie for your approach shot. The second hole is an uphill par 4 that plays a bit longer than the 360-yard distance on the scorecard. It has numerous mounds on the fairway and is a pretty good representation of what is to come. The third is an uphill par 3 that plays around 185 yards from the whites and about 200 from the back. The green is shallow and deceptively tough to land on for the average golfer. The fourth is another par 3, this time shorter, and requires a shot middle to back to stick the green. If the pin is forward and you go long, there is a real possibility that you will roll off the front and down a fairly steep hill back into the fairway. Then the fifth, which in my opinion is Longleaf's signature hole, an unforgettable double dogleg left, 500-yard-ish par 5 that has you making a complete 180 from your tee shot to your approach to the green. If you are a big hitter off the tee and have a background in physics, you may be able to figure out a way to get there in two, but it won't be easy. I love this hole and love that it forces the player to make three pinpoint golf shots in a row for any chance at par. The sixth is the third par three in four holes, and it isn't as distracting as you would think it would be, especially since there is that wonderful par five sandwiched in between. The 165-yard six requires your tee shot to carry quite a bit of water and land on a relatively small green. I once hit back-to-back-to-back-to-back balls in the water on a cool December day where my group basically had the course to ourselves. I have since decided to play from the short tees that don't require crossing the water hazard. I hope to one day regain my courage and return to the proper tee box. A tip for those who play from the closer tee box? There is a bank just to the right of the green. I play it right, bounce off the bank, and end up somewhere in the middle of the green. 
The seventh is an uphill par four that plays a little longer than the scorecard, but it's fairly wide open, even if, like me, you are known to spray the ball to the right. The eighth plays longer than the scorecard also, and if you can stay center left on the fairway off the tee, you will cut off a bit of the slight dogleg left. For some reason, every time I play the eighth, I go right, and so do the people I play with. I also overshoot the green on occasion, which is no fun at all. The ninth is a short par four with a waste bunker to the left. I've gotten a good run through there a few times and ended up pin high chipping off some hard pan. Other than the first and ninth hole, the front nine is hilly and in stark contrast to the relatively flat back nine. That's not to say the back nine is boring. With just one par three and acres of waste bunkers, much of the back utilizes the old horse track, which is certainly aesthetically pleasing and unlike anywhere I have ever played. The back is also, at least to me, much easier to score on. The 10th is a short par 4, and the 11th is a par 3 with an absolutely tremendous green. The 12th has mounds in front of the tee to the left that you need to avoid, and a waste area on the right where balls aren't all that easy to find. You will want to stay right off the tee on the 13th as there is a tree on the left side that will block you from reaching the green without performing magic tricks. I have flirted with breaking 40 more than a few times on the back nine, but more often than not, I try to go big on the par 5 14th and end up knocking the ball around in the tall grass on the right side of the rough. You don't want to go over there. Or other times, I try to drive the green on 17, which is very reachable. I am more than happy to report that I once cleared the green from the 60s with a gale force wind at my back. The 14th and 15th, a par 4 and a par 5, are easy pars if you can hit it straight, and the 18th hole has always given me trouble with dialing in the proper club on my approach shot. I have hit the back of the green and skipped off more times than I can count. Other pluses of Longleaf? If it is raining or has been wet, Longleaf drains as well as any course I have ever played in the Sandhills. It is rare that I plug a drive or step in a puddle on Longleaf. Another thing to keep in mind is the course is usually open when other local courses are closed for rain. Longleaf has a phenomenal practice facility, driving range, an enormous practice green just outside the pro shop, and a chipping green. Another amenity is Bottle Brush, a six-hole, 450-yard short course aimed at beginners and younger players. I have yet to play it, but we'll get to it at some point and maybe do a podcast on Bottle Brush and the Cradle together. The pace of play is good at Longleaf, and I think that the tee system has a lot to do with that. I've been on the course in season when it is very busy, and it moves with very few hang-ups. Conversely, there are times in the off-season when you'll feel like you'll have the entire course to yourself. Longleaf will run you anywhere from $50 to $95 for 18 holes, with a cart depending on the time of year and time of day. There are youth and military discounts, as well as generous replay rates if 18 wasn't enough for you. There are also membership opportunities that are very reasonable. All in all, Longleaf is a great course and well worth your time, no matter your skill level. There is currently a great offer on Golf Moose for $68 for two players with a cart. For more information about Longleaf, visit their website at www.longleafgfc.com or give them a call at 910-692-6100 to book a tee time. The area around Longleaf is highly sought after and for good reason. The homes and condos in and around this neighborhood have been moving pretty quickly. There is a good deal of new construction just getting started along the 8th hole. If you want more information on the Longleaf area of Southern Pines or anywhere else in the Sandhills, please don't hesitate to call me at 845-365-3665 or send an email to brett at hmpfilms.com. I also have included my contact info in the description of the podcast. We can discuss golf or real estate or better yet, play 18 and talk real estate. Once again, I'm Brett Bevilacqua with Carolina Property Sales.